0: Welcome to Dear Fake Friends. We'll be answering questions from you, our listeners, about what's going on in your relationships. I'm Kiara Rose.
1: And I'm Sola T. Tell us what your challenge with are celebrating by sending a Dear Fake Friends message to our email, fakefriendspodcast at gmail.com, or message us on Instagram at fakefriendspodcast. Oh, y'all, this is going to be my favorite new segment. So, Yes, we have questions. As we mentioned, we have questions from you. So our first question of the day is Dear fake friends, my father has not been in my life for a few years and we recently reconnected. I've tried setting boundaries and he continues to disrespect them. Is it time to dead the whole relationship for good? Oh. Well, if you already listen, you done heard our little sprinkling and inkling of daddy issues. Mm. What would you say, Key? How are you feeling about this?
0: Mm. Okay, so I want to be like, yeah, dead it. But I think the more mature me that's gone through this myself with my dad is I laid it more clearly out on the table from him, for him as far as what I needed. I think mm. we don't always know how to tell our parents exactly what it is that they're doing wrong or that we need from them. So I would recommend starting there. Um And then kind of seeing, you know, if he's able to do that, if he's still disrespecting your boundaries, is he willing and able to listen and handle it? I think if he's still not able to do that, then yeah, absolutely. That's probably not someone that you continue to have a relationship with. But I think because you're trying, it seems like you, you want to have a relationship with this person and they just, they don't, he doesn't know you, so he doesn't fully know how. So I think you have to kind of help him. What would you say? Yeah.
1: I would say, um, you know, this goes back to our episode as well earlier this week of just um you know, try to establish, use some tools to establish who you are with one another. So mm-hmm. I think for me, um, you know, sending him the love languages quiz, sending him the apology styles quiz, those are important because again, it gives a basis for not only for him to understand you, but you to understand him. He may be doing something. Those boundaries may be how he expresses love mm-hmm. and you may be needing something else. And like he said, sometimes you're not able to put to words what that is. You just know that what he doing ain't Eight, it. Yeah. So I think for me, it would be using those tools to really help uh, define each other's identity and express your needs in a way that he can then go Google search or whatever. And if he's not open to that, then, you know, I mean, you you have to protect your mm-hmm. peace. Um, but I think also understanding that There's a lot of guilt in that process. And if that is a relationship that you're interested in exploring, being able to be explicit about, you know, maybe it's not me getting to know you as my dad and having these expectations around you as my dad, but really getting to know you as a man Mm -hmm. and you to know me as a woman. So that's kind of where I would interject there. I think only you can decide if that's a relationship that you can continue with. But I would say, you know, I would question or present those other resources to help you express yourself as well. You learn more about him.
0: 100, I agree. That was great advice, Sola. I think, I think, it was, I think we tag-teamed it. I think we tag-teamed it. <laughs> I think so. All right, so the next question is, Dear Fake Friends, I didn't meet my father until I was 22 years old. By then, I was a single mother of a two-year-old little boy searching for love in all the wrong places. As a divorced mother of an 18-year-old young man and four-year-old mini queen, I find myself struggling with what true love really is. I'm trying to balance the expectations I place on my son while still showing the motherly love and pouring into my daughter, while not giving too much. I never want her to feel as though she has a void to fill, but don't want her to be rotten. Recently, my son said, "You just want me to be your boyfriend and that really hit me. am I expecting the love that love from him? How do I balance my desires of a woman still trying to find love and instill in my son what he needs without placing the expectations of a partner on him?
1: Whew, can we take a breath mm. there's so much in this mm. to unpack there's so much in this unpack and I'm just sending this, this queen so much love right now because it's just like, where do you, where you kind of just got to pick a place to start. Um, but I'm one that believes that the relationship between a mother and a son is one that is often overlooked and one that requires us to be very intentional and in having boundaries. And I think, you know, as your son, it sounds like he's experiencing some frustration of filling a role that isn't his to fill um, but also thinking about how that's going to impact the role that he may feel for somebody one day and who he may call into that role. I think that that um, that is something that absolutely requires you to turn inward, I think, you know, and to think about what does it mean to be a son? I think it's hard for us to think about that as women, but like really kind of make a, a list of roles for these different positions that you have in your life and see, you know, where you where, how you fall against those roles. I think is really important because I think allowing kids to be kids is very important, but understanding that you have your needs and when you had him, you were younger mm-hmm. as well. So, um, you've been growing up with him and that isn't always fair to him or fair to you. Um, but I think that one's, what would you, what would you chime in? Cause I think that requires to do a lot of like identity work for me.
0: Yeah. I, I definitely this. think it's some internal work that needs to happen. Uh, with mom. I think I would the place I would start is is digging in deeper as to what the son meant. Like I think that yeah. it probably initially like stung, so we didn't really want to have that conversation, that. right? Yeah. But I think that it takes some unpacking as to like what what exactly he meant, what exactly he's feeling because I agree with what you're yeah. saying that he it, it's really not his responsibility to take care of the house especially him being 18 i feel like there may be even some um feeling that he may need to provide in a certain way right that um you know a partner would do that i just i don't personally think should be um falling on your son and so i definitely think that's something to to think about you know it's it's his responsibility as a brother and as a son to care for both of you but it's not necessarily his responsibility to take care of you
1: Yeah. Mm. And I think that's hard, right? Especially because you are probably seeing a lack. It sounds like you're not with his father. Mm -hmm. So it's like there's a a lot of different dynamics and relationships going on. But I think that was, you know, head on, like spot on is to ask him to unpack that. And, you know, see if there are specific examples, because I think that's what's going to help you think about like okay i'm having him do this but why why am i okay. what are those things that are in me that is filling that need and feeling that and not setting that boundary right because what this all has to do with is with boundary work and i think you know another great thing to do is to encourage him as you're learning about boundaries to to share that experience with him because he's going to need to learn how to do that as well
0: uh, yeah out, yeah, and I yeah. think
1: because beyond saying like my mom you know mom you, you're making me feel this way we have to empower him to be able to manage that boundary and for him to be mm-hmm. able to express himself when he feels that he's in a similar situation whether that be at work or within in another relationship of his own I think it's really good that one that you acknowledged it and you're, you're, you're seeking counsel for it but I think a lot of that is going to come from him and really sitting down to have what's probably a, a, a challenging conversation but really come from a space of putting yourself aside Mm -hmm. because that's what he needs you to do in this moment as well is to put yourself in a space where it's really objective for you to like tune in on what his feelings are and then go take those and process yours Mm -hmm. but really being mindful to to not take that space that you're giving him to be honest so you can understand something more and then making that another space for you which takes time. And it I think does. we all do it. I, I think that, you know, the relationship I have with my father absolutely if, it absolutely feeds into my dating life. And mm-hmm. if I had children, it would probably absolutely feed into mm-hmm. that. But those are the things that we, we all experience and we have to take accountability for. And there's not really a right answer to doing it. It's to face it, it to unpack face it, it. head
0: on, absolutely. And then
1: try a couple of different organization methods to get it together. Because I could tell you to do something and that might not work, but I'm sure if you, you know, I'm sure that there are other people around you that may have had ex- similar experiences. Mm-hmm. So I think the, the best thing is to be honest about it, which it sounds like you're already doing by writing into us. So if we find any, any other resources, we'll make sure to, to get those to you as well.
0: Yes, ma'am. Whew.
1: Oh, yeah, that was okay. Okay, <laughs> next question, dear fake friends. I keep dating men who remind me of my father. Is that a bad thing? Oh, Lord, <laughs> this me.
0: <laughs> this uh, is me. You know, did I write you? into did you? <laughs> did you see this? Is one I'm gonna just say my yeah, piece, I but into. I can't really relate. I think, yeah, I think it's only a bad thing if you don't like, you know, who your father is and how he treats you and other women,
1: but I don't think it's a bad thing necessarily always but I do feel like I date my father but like what you're saying like I don't feel like all of that is bad yeah
0: I don't think I don't think it's a bad thing I think that that yeah. is the person that's supposed to first show you how you want to be treated I mean ideally that's what I would have liked to have had was someone to have kind of lead and, and show me like what a man can do and what he can be in your life and so if you appreciate the role that your father plays I don't Yeah. I don't know.
1: But even I think for me, like, I don't, I don't know much about my dad, but I know there are certain things that come from him that I do. Mm. And I think those are a lot of those things are strengths of mine. Yeah. But do I have to balance them and manage them? Absolutely. But I don't even think it has to be like you have a good relationship with your dad. Mm-hmm. I think what you have to actually look at is what part of your father are you seeing? are you seeing like are you dating your father as a father like or as the type of man he is the certain are you getting the other things that you need Mm -hmm. you know if your dad was hard working and he just was never around because he was hard working is it you know is it a bad thing that your husband is hard you know your boyfriend is hard working no but you have to look at the fuller picture of like but are you getting the emotional support Mm -hmm. that you need are you getting those other things so i think it's really about, it's not a surface level question of, oh, this person might remind me of my father. You really have to pick out, like, is that a strength? And is, is that person using that in a way that exemplifies balance? But I think the same thing can be said about, like, me being like my mom. Like, <laughs> there's parts of that. When I was a kid, I was like, absolutely not. There's parts of that. Well, now I could be like, yeah, that's problematic if that's not in the correct balance. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it also just starts back to, like, what do you want? If you do not want a man, if that holds those qualities as your father, I think it's more important to sit down and think about what you want from a man right. or from a spouse. And if those things so happen to align, cool. No, it's not a bad mm-hmm. thing. But if those things are not in alignment with what it is that you want, mm-hmm. then yes, that's a bad thing. Right. And you're then you're not you getting get figure what you that want out. and need. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think that's exactly what I was trying to say. Thank you, Sola. Because, yeah. yeah, I think you, yeah, you just need to figure out what those things are and if... Do you think they're positive qualities or attributes that you want in a man or you don't? I don't I don't know. I think that it ta- it's I need more information.
1: Yeah, because I think also like you can we can easily like have, quote unquote, like my dad was absent and I could be like, well, this man reminds me of my dad. So I don't like like, mm-hmm. no, I can't. I can't do that all the time because sometimes those things that I see and then that remind me of what I would think my father would act like, that's not, it doesn't always show up in a negative way. Right. So.
0: I don't think, I feel like if you can, if it's continuously happening, it's probably not showing up in a negative way. It's just, there are other
1: things. things that might be, yeah. That you're There's not. There's something to.
0: that is, that she must like. I don't know.
1: Yeah. And I think that's the, when you have to take that moment to reveal like, why do I like that? Right. Because if you do see it as negative, then then we got to talk about that. Into that of mm-hmm. like, well, I like men that are distant because I, you know, okay, well, why do you like that? Because mm-hmm. that might not be a bad thing for you, but it, it may be. So true. Yeah. True. What's the next one? Uh,
0: okay. Dear fake friends. Most of my life, I've been emotionally emasculated by my father. I now struggle with healthy relationships with men. I'm either standoffish or too trusting. What can I do to have better platonic male relationships?
1: Mm. So I think a lot of us struggle with
0: platonic relationships with the opposite sex or other sexes. So So this is the only thing. Is this a man writing in or a woman? Because the them being emasculated I, I'm not sure that would
1: I know that this is a woman and I think that that can still be a thing that happens okay. to a woman okay but that I I know this was a woman because I read it but gotcha I think that that process still can happen with a woman okay as just, a can I just I just
0: wasn't sure I just assumed it was yeah. a man I think, yeah, a then, I think it makes a but difference I think it makes a difference on how I answer the question though
1: Mm, but I still think like the whole idea of like platonic relationships is still the difficulty on both ends. Mm-hmm. But what would you say for me? I would say that I I think for me, the platonic relationship and me kind of it's something I've actually been thinking about a lot lately is to go back and think about like, what is your definition of friendship? Mm. And then to also review the types of attraction, because we're attracted to our friends. There's different levels of attraction. We're we're probably not sexually attracted to our friends. We may be physically, aesthetically, emotionally, or intellectually attracted. And so really, I think for me, this question goes back to What are the things that you're attracted to and people around you? Because I think as a woman for a long time, I wasn't taught that there were different types of attraction. So you kind of like somebody and you think that you you, we use that general. We like somebody. I'm Mm -hmm. attracted. But that that is a blanket statement that doesn't really tell us what it is. So then we just kind of automatically associate romantic attraction. Right. So I think that that to me, that's a layer because. Attraction is very. You have to be aware of it to have a healthy platonic relationship, right? Because if you're not on the same page of attraction, that's going to cause some, it's going to cause some mess in your friendship or Mm -hmm. so-called friendship. And so I think that's one layer of what this is asking. So I think also just the realization that like all men aren't the same. Mm -hmm. That was powerful for me of like just getting to know different types of men and being able to say like, oh even though there are similarities and behaviors and socialization, there's still, there's still a diversity of men. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like my question would also be like, are you, are you attracted to men who emasculate you on some level? That, that would be my question of like one digging to define like what type of attraction do I like to share with my Mm -hmm. friends to is connecting the dots between your emasculating father and your image of men in in general.
0: Yeah, I think that's where I would I'm I'm still kind of struggling to like process this question. <laughs> because <laughs> I feel like I think this is where you and I actually differ totally like we definitely differ on how we have platonic male friendships. I'm I'm fine with having male friends, but I also I just don't think that's my, ever my focus. Like, if a friendship comes from a man, like I'm, I'm good, and it's just because like we vibed on a certain level. And I, honestly, I feel like he's not attracted to me in that way. Like to me, that's the only way it works. If I always feel like in the back of my mind, if I gave you a chance, you would take it. We can't be friends, and so I guess I'm, I'm more confused as to why, like, what is it that you're seeking from male friendship? I don't know. I, I don't think I can answer this question. I, I don't, mm. I don't think, because I think even just like the emotionally being emasculated by my father, like. But emasculate
1: just means to like feel weaker or less than. So she's just saying like my dad always made me feel less than or weak. And so I am stuck on that image basically of that's how men view me.
0: I still think that's, I think that's internal. That's how you are viewing yourself around men. I think that's internal. I think that that is something that you can definitely work to reframe or reshape your mind of just how you see yourself. And that's, I think, where I would start. And then, you know, maybe those friendships will happen naturally. But I definitely, I don't know if you, to me, I think if you plan on being in some sort of a relationship with a man, I wouldn't be focusing on gathering all these male friendships because- I don't think that necessarily always works either. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I don't think that they're. Um...
1: Yeah. That's interesting. So what were you saying that we differ on?
0: I think you have a lot more guy friends than I do. I have guy friends that I have had from when I was younger and we weren't necessarily in the space of like ever wanting to date or be anything more. Mm. I don't really intentionally befriend men now like I'm in I'm, it's not even because I'm in a relationship I think prior to our relationship but also because I'm in a relationship like I'm not gonna be over here like texting and kikiing with a bunch of guys I'm just not but how do you feel that's different for me because I feel like you have a lot more guy friends that you have met later I in do life f-
1: but I still don't feel like I, I have a lot of guy friends
0: I think you do I don't think so I think you do. I can think of about, like, four
1: right now. But I don't think that that's a lot. Maybe it's just because I think I have friends that just have a lot more. So I've always felt like I didn't have many. Oh,
0: yeah. No, and I've never, have, like, I don't have, it. And, and, I have I've also, one.
1: and I also don't, like, go out, like, oh, I'm going to make a male friend today. Yes, I like being around male energy, but I don't have to, like, I could just go to a place where there's more
0: men. That's what I'm saying. and That's usually what I do. Like, if I want male energy, I'm just going to go find some guys and then I'm going to be done with you. you. <laughs> <laughs> I see, I see. But I'm not, yeah, like, I'm not going to sit up here and, like, confide think, in you. Because yeah, then eventually things. you're going to have, to me, I I just I just don't see the point. I don't know. I just don't see the point in confiding in a bunch of uh, guys about different things. And I don't, I don't like guys' stuff. Like, I have a boyfriend mm. that watches sports and basketball. The best thing about COVID right now is there's no sports. So, like, I ain't got to talk sports right. with you. Like, I, I don't, see. there's things I just don't want to talk about with guys so i can't yeah. fully relate
1: to this question i see i see that makes sense yeah i definitely do have a lot of female friends i have a lot of women friends yeah i think that's and great so I, I think, think sisterhood but is I amazing think for me i think it is super for me i absolutely need a balance mm. um so i think that to that's i think that's also my perspective like i don't have a lot of male friends mm. because i have like 10 times the amount of women friends right But I think that that is interesting. Yeah, we I think we definitely differ on some points of that. But um, I think going back to the question, I think it is, you know, that is interesting. I think with the part that you mentioned about really reflecting, I think that that has to happen. Mm -hmm. Of like what you're expecting from male friends, like what what are you expecting that's different, right? Because if you are somebody that's intentionally seeking them and wanting to have better ones. Mm I think one, you have to figure out what is what what's in it for you like what what does that bring to your life what is that contribution bringing to you and then also like what are you able to give to it and what are the boundaries that you're willing to set Uh and I think that's the part that people don't always think through of like having guy friends and those levels of, of attraction are different like you can literally be attracted to somebody intellectually but not be aesthetically attracted to them or Mm -hmm. sexually attracted to them or like you don't wanna do anything. And I think platonic friendships are absolutely real and valid, but I think a lot of times we have to know ourselves more going into them. Because of our socialization is that because we are attracted on some level, we're supposed to be doing more. So we have to be intentional to not fall into that.
0: Right. And I think because
1: it actually may not be true.
0: <laughs> exactly. I think that's what's what is why I'm having. I'm struggling a little bit, though, is because it's not. It doesn't feel natural for her like I'm aware of your guy Mm. friendships and like those are natural genuine friendships who were always friendships. It wasn't like you tried to date and then they turned into friendships like they were just always friendships and that felt really comfortable for you. I think that it's okay if you don't feel comfortable being friends with guys like I think that's ultimately Mm. what I'm trying to say. I think I would definitely work on where this is stemming from as far as your relationship with your father when you when it comes to dating I think that's, one hundred percent. But I think even when it comes to
1: when, even when it comes to this person's other friendships, I think that this can still show up. So I would tackle it because even in the same gender friendship, mm-hmm. this is going to show up in some way.
0: Do you think so? Even Do you it, think other women absolutely. could bring that
1: out? How so? If it's somebody who has more of a a charging personality or isn't as tactful
0: mm-hmm. with presenting
1: things, it can absolutely come up. Mm. Because again, what you were saying is it actually doesn't have to do with the person. It has most to do with me. Yeah. Like, I don't feel adequate mm. in certain spaces. And a woman, and women, we all have feminine and masculine energy. So if somebody has that energy, it still can come out. Sure. Or it can be something that you're really subconscious about. So you may be, you know, festering and doing other things because you're trying to battle it, of just like, we should just probably turn inward mm-hmm. and, and, and flesh that out a little bit more. Yes. From my perspective, that's how I feel about it. That's, that would be my think,
0: ultimate conclusion to is Let's turn inward yeah. on this.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then, like you said, decide you might not have a lot of guy friends. I have. I've had. To, I still don't feel like I have a lot of guy friends. <laughs> Maybe it. you don't. But, I don't know. But but I think but in my in my comparison of like would I like to have more that present different ideas? Yeah. But I'm also okay. I'm not going to jeopardize my boundaries. I'm not going to jeopardize. You know the way I feel just to have those. Mm -hmm. So I think it comes back to where I'm being peaceful, where I am and knowing that I can be the best who I can be. And that's always going to attract who needs to come into my life. Yes, exactly. And then I, for those who may come that just attracted to the light, I already have to know how to apply those boundaries. Mm -hmm. I already have to figure out what those boundaries will need to be for me.
0: I concur. I think that's
1: a good one. I think that that's a good perspective to think about. And it, you know, brings it back into, you know, fake friends of like, what does that mean? What does it mm-hmm. mean to be a fake friend, a real friend, guy
0: friends, and how they show up for you? Like, because I think a lot of—I think for me in my experience, a lot of guy friends they fake. For me, yeah. that's all I'm saying. I think that they be real genuine people, but I'm trying to tell you, test them, test them. <laughs> they gonna <laughs> fail every time. Is all I'm saying.
1: Which may be true. Listen, I know. Yeah. And I don't think how I look at that is the exact same. But it's not, it's not. And yeah, I, I'm I don't probably, think it's that's same. not right
0: for me to say, but you know, I just don't play but with But it's fire. how you feel it. And we not going to be, yeah.
1: And I think you're also in a different position of life, right? So mm-hmm. like you are in a space that you're, very intentional about meeting that person or have met that person. Mm-hmm. So I think that was a boundary for you that you were already preparing for. That is
0: true. Cause prior to meeting my boyfriend, I did have a lot more male friends and literally leading up to like p- prior to meeting him, I cut a lot of those friendships off because I think I knew some of them, you know, weren't just they were a little more than friendships. Yeah. A little piece on the side. <laughs> okay. A okay, little piece okay. on the side. And then there were some that were friendships, but like, I don't know it wasn't i cut it i cut it all off because yeah i yeah. think it was kind of manifesting what i wanted
1: yeah and i think that that that's it because some relationships don't rec- you know some relationships have a different flexibility with people having friends of different genders mm-hmm. so i think it also depends on who you are be honest with who you are and showing up and and what that means to you i have like i have my male friends i just the other, yesterday yesterday I was talking to one of my guy friends about, I guess this is going to sound like I do got a lot of guy friends. <laughs> you do, because you do. <laughs> but I was talking to one of my guy friends just about some stuff I was wanting to do. And he was just really amping me up like, yeah, do that, like do that. And he was like, well, just let me know sort of whatever. And then as I'm talking to him, I get another message from another guy friend that just like, I love you, queen. Like, mm. no, i defend you in any situation. Mm. And it was just like, What I needed to hear after the day of, you know, hearing the news and just really as a black woman to feel like that. But neither of them have ever made me feel like I'm trying to get at you.
0: Right. No, I know. Do
1: I know if I present them with the option? I don't know because I don't think about it (laughs) because I'm not attracted. Like, you know, that's not the level of attraction I even have. But has anybody ever disrespected my boundary? No. Mm -hmm. That's nobody's right. pushed the limits nobody's tested that so again we're not talking about a levels of attraction so even if somebody is making a move it doesn't actually mean that they're truly attracted to you in that way mm-hmm. it's just that we're taught that attraction is this lump sum yeah that's and sure. it's not so i think that the more conversations that i think that that's what's cool about having friends of different genders is to have more conversations and to unpack and you know Normalize healthy distinctions and and understanding what we're actually talking about instead of using these generalized terms but anywho i'm gonna step off my soapbox and appreciate y'all for sliding through and mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) we appreciate y'all thank y'all for listening to dear fake friends with kiera rose
1: and so look to you. We look forward to chi- chiming in on more of your messages. Remember to email us at fakefriendspodcasts at gmail.com or message us on Instagram at fakefriendspodcast.